We've been waiting for a long time. Yes, we've been waiting for a long, long time. We've been waiting for a long time. But we ain't gonna wait no more. We're getting ready to rock and roll. We're gonna one, two, three, four. Welcome to Sweep Delay Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Mac Masunis. How's everybody doing? And I have with me Mr. Very Good Rabbit. How are you, Jameson? What's up, sir? Hey, Mike. Good to be back. It is, sir. It's very good to be back. Oh, man. It's been a while, sir. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks, yeah. So, uh, I think this is going to be an interesting episode, sir. <laughs> good. I like interesting because of the fact we haven't uh, we haven't talked for a little while. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I think it's time to pull back the current a little bit, sir. What do you think? Let's do it. Uh, this episode is not going to be Temple of Doom, sir. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We are going to have uh, me and you. We're just going to have some fun in this episode. We're going to do some news and uh, and just kick back and relax and have some fun because. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get to the movie, man. Uh, it got stolen from my local video store, and uh, I don't have Netflix, so I I have it on order coming to me. So in the middle of this week, I'll have it, and we can do it next Tuesday, sir. But I didn't want to tell you because I was afraid you wouldn't want to record, and I want to record with you, sir. So that's that, that's the news of the Bob Show. So you still want to record with me, sir? That's a clever ruse you pulled to get me on here. Yeah. It's, to be fair, Netflix would have done you no good because it's not on there. Oh, okay. Isn't that one of the movies that probably got deleted with uh, the January first? Um, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't even know if it was on there before. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you know, I I was like, man. Well, do I tell him? I'm like, well, do we do some Ninja Turtles? But you know, how can you prepare in just a couple of uh, you know, a couple of hours? I was like, why do we just have? Uh, just a fun, you know, talking some news, some music, uh, some other topics. Just me and you have some fun, and everybody likes to have uh, a Jameson and Masunas episode. Just so, a jam session. Yeah, and plus we got a lot of uh, updated news that's fun and great in the STL world, and plus I, I just want to hang out with you. So what do you think, sir? All right, I guess. <laughs> You're not too disappointed in me, are you, sir? <laughs> no, it's cool. You know, watch the movie today just for you. That's all right. I know. So, so speaking of which, last week we were supposed to do this movie, sir, and you got sick, man. Why don't you tell the people what happened to you, sir? I got, I got so a, a delicious case of strep throat. Oh man! So yeah, that would have been it. Would have been a great recording. I'm sure that people would have loved the sound quality on that one. Why don't you tell me how you sounded on that Tuesday? <laughs> I don't, Give I don't me know your if best. I can replicate that. Do do your best impression, sir. It was. It, it, I can't do it. I was barely talking. It sounded like 
hot garbage being over being poured over gravel. It was bad. Oh man! But uh, you ended up having some fun, right? You went to the movies. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't talk. Home, home, uh, sick from work. So yeah, I went and caught up on uh, a lot of the movies that I'd missed seeing this past year. So. That was nice. Excellent. So is there uh what do you suggest for me to to go check out recently that you've been watching? Um yeah, uh let's see. What did I see? I saw her. Okay, what's that about? That is the one with Joaquin Phoenix, uh where he falls in love with his operating system. Oh my gosh. This mm-hmm. just sounds creepy, ridiculous. Uh I don't know, sir. It is creepy. It is. It is ridiculous. Oh my gosh! I think you'd like it. What? No. (laughs) Did you enjoy it, sir? I did actually. Really? Wow. We need to have a talk, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get into more of it. Uh, You'll be hearing more of it on an upcoming episode of Movie Mojo Monthly. But um, yeah, I dug it. Excellent. Wow. Okay. What else? Uh, What else have I seen? Uh, Lone Survivor. Oh, what's that one? That's the uh, that's the true story of the team of uh, the four man team of Navy SEALs that get oh. trapped in Afghanistan so you're with Marky Mark and Ah, okay. So uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Uh what'd you think of his performance? Because I've been hearing that he did really good. So Yeah, yeah, and okay. Uh just to to be fair, I can't stand Mark Wahlberg as an actor. As we know, right? Yeah. He's just very one note with me. Which um, we know Lisa the legend loves him to death. So <laughs> that's true, that's true. This is documented um yeah i actually really dug him there was only one scene kind of towards the end where he went into his overacting mark Wahlberg persona right um where he just tries so hard the rest of the movie he was really good the whole team the four of them he emile hirsch who i really like um i i always like him in a lot of things um taylor kitsch who i really enjoy and has just i think gotten a knack of choosing really bad movies right and right. kind of getting locked in with movies that are financial uh titanics you know right. not well, not the movie style but the ship style thing, you know right exactly um you know he took a lot of heat for for john carter and for battleship and i don't think it was fair on him um he was really good in this and who's left ben foster i always enjoy ben oh, foster yeah okay, yeah so awesome. those those were your main four you also had eric banna in there uh, a little bit, but those were the four guys, and it was it was really good, man, really good. I rem- I d- I just read an article that Mark Wahlberg had said it really changed his life doing that movie. His whole perspective of uh, just that a whole experience making that movie just changed him as a person. Well, and- he did. He worked very very closely with the guy whose story he's telling, with the guy who who wrote the book and who was on set a lot. And and he and Mark Wahlberg worked hand-in-hand hand a lot. Mark Wahlberg wanted to be very faithful to the guy's story. And so when you, I mean, I'm sure when you're, when you're sitting there with this guy who has this amazing yet tragic story to tell, you know, and you're trying to capture it and be, be faithful to it, it can't help but kind of give you a new perspective on life through him, you know? Excellent. Okay. Sounds exciting. I def I saw the previews and I was like, wow, I actually want to check that out. 
because uh, I mean, obviously, Transformers Four, he's probably going to phone uh-huh. it in the whole. Which, yeah, I mean, you can't really expect him to be taking it seriously. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. So this was the movie where I was like, okay, I want to see some acting chops, and everything I've seen and, and heard. Uh, it sounded like very promising. So now that you've seen it I, and I know how you feel about him, I figured, you know, it's kind of like me and uh, Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand Will Ferrell. And, you know, I know that you love Anchorman and all this and that, but he's just, yeah, to me, very one note. I, I just, I don't find him funny. However, um, I checked out Step Brothers <laughs> and... I laughed so much in that movie. Be- oh, he's so great. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because of the other guy, but he was just, I I could separate myself from all of his other movies and just enjoy that movie. And that's really the only movie I enjoy of Will Ferrell, you know, and it's kind of how I feel with Mark Wahlberg on this one of like people who don't like him would probably go in and be like, wow, that was really good. So it sounded like that was the case. So. Pretty much. Uh, what other stuff, sir? What else did I see? I finally saw The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, uh, is that the one with uh, the most f bombs in the <laughs> history of film? That it is. That's, that's what one. I. That's what I've heard. It's actually documented now. Is yep. that, okay. How many f bombs are there? Oh, it's like five hundred and some. Isn't it in the first three minutes? There's over like seventy five. It's it's a lot. Okay. <laughs> You know, and Jonah Hill. I, I don't know. I've heard. I've heard various things. Jonah Hill uh, in that movie. I don't know. What's what's your uh, what's your feelings on the film? Um, yeah, actually, I was really surprised. This is a movie that, like, this time last year, as I'm kind of look, I was looking forward into 2013. I was really excited for it because you've got Scorsese and DiCaprio. Like, th- those are two of my favorite things, and I've liked when they've paired up before i've really enjoyed most of their work together yeah so i was really excited for it until late summer i saw the first trailer for wolf of wall street and it really turned me off to the point where i didn't care if i saw it or not and that's why it took me probably an extra you know it came out on christmas day so it took me almost a full month to finally go and see it um and i'm really glad i did i'm really really glad i did because um well, I mean, I'll just say, on Mojo, we, we recently put on our, our best and worst of list, right? Right, which was super fun, good times. Yeah, and so this, there was there was three movies that I hadn't seen yet that I was really regretting not having seen before we did the list, but just, that's how it worked out. And this was one of them, Wolf of Wall Street, I finally saw it, and I wasn't expecting to make the list, but I wanted to see it, and... Kind of an addendum to, to it would have been in my top three. Ooh! If I had seen it before I did the list, which makes me feel horrible for doing the list early. But wow, um, it, it was just it blew me away. It was such, it was, it, it was like the first half of the movie was very much Goodfellas. Wow. The second half of the movie was very much Casino. It had that great feel, but it was hilarious. It was super funny, and I didn't hate Jonah Hill. He was really good in it. Yeah, well, I mean, we love him in Twenty One Jump Street, right? So, you but know. I mean, he he has a high annoyance factor with me, right? Of course. Um, and he was he was great in that. He and DiCaprio, those two, just an unlikely pair, were so great in this movie. So yeah, I really loved it. It's it it deserves all the honors that it's getting thrown on it right now. Awesome. All right, so let me tell you about this. My last movie I saw, and it's it's fairly old, but. 
This is very interesting. Okay, so my wife and me lately, you know, my whole family's been really, really sick, right? It's mm-hmm. it's just been going down one kid to the other to my wife. My wife's been sick ever since Christmas Eve, so she's been on a crap load of antibiotics. Finally got the right stuff. So we've been mostly doing a lot of TV catching up, uh, video gaming, because uh, that's what we do. It's in our house. It's good times. And then uh, one night we're like, okay, you want to watch a movie? And like, you want to watch a horror movie? Because that's what we do. If my wife and me, we're going to watch a movie. We're going to pick a horror movie first. That's just what we like to do. It's fun. All right. And so I, I went down all my premium channels and I saw uh, No One Lives, right? And I'm like, ooh, this is the one with Brodus Clay. And for all those people out there who don't <laughs> know wrestling, I wanted to see this movie because it's a WWE movie starring one of uh, wrestling's uh, good guys, Brodus Clay. Uh, but it also has the bad guy in Fast Six, uh, which is Lucas uh, Luke Evans, who is All going right. to be Eric Draven in The Crow. So I'm like, okay, this is this is that movie we want to see. Let's check it out, right? So we put it on, and the beginning starts off, and this girl is running through the woods and stuff, and it's kind of got like this grainy effect. So I was like thinking, huh, WWE is making a film where they're doing like a B-style movie, right? I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so now, have you seen this movie, sir? No, I haven't. Okay. Do you mind if I spoil this, sir? Please do. Okay. Uh, I don't think you had any intentions of watching. <laughs> so. Okay. Do you know how long Brodus Clay lasts in this movie, dude? How long? Uh, four, like five minutes. <laughs> okay. There is this crazy twist, right, where uh, you have uh, you have Lucas, uh, just the, the bad guy. You know, l- let's just say Jason Statham's brother, right? Because that's who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Jason Statham's mm-hmm. brother, you know, Fast 7, blah, blah, blah. So let's just say Statham's brother, uh, he is on – he's basically has this uh, car that he's carrying, uh, this U-Haul, and he's traveling, and he goes to this hotel – and there's these bunch of douchebags that just so happen to murder this family at this house. And it's real violent and gruesome. And it's like after the first five minutes, it's no longer a B-movie. It's like legitimate effects, right? Okay. So he just happens to be eating at this restaurant. And these bad guys come in. And they start messing around. And uh, next thing you know, you the twist of the movie is, is that the good guy is the bad guy. He's the, he's the killer. Lucas Black is the guy that is killing the bad guys. He goes, he basically kills Brodus Clay and hides inside of his body. So when <laughs> when they they take, because he's the he's the big guy, he's the brother of the leader. They take him to the house, and that's because they kidnapped his girlfriend. Really, is what they did. So. Uh, and the girl that you see that was running in the beginning of the movie, she's trapped in his car. And what you realize is that he kidnapped her and she got away. So she's trying to tell everybody, this guy is going to kill you. So the twist is, is that the good guy is the bad guy. Because you you think he's the he's the good guy trying to escape. But in fact, he's the killer killing the bad guys. That's, that's crazy. That's what's crazy. And then you get the kill scenes. I mean, when he comes out of Brodus Clay... It is disgusting looking. There's intestines all over him and everything. I mean, the WWE went way out of their way to make this as gruesome as possible, dude. It was be and no one lives, right? That's the title of the movie. So guess who lives in the movie? 
No one lives. No one. <laughs> I kid you not. When we got to the end of the movie, there was like one guy that lived. And I said out loud, I was like, well, that guy's dead because no one lives. And then he goes and he kills the guy and he says, no one lives. And that's how the movie ends. I'm like, oh, obviously. But it, it was a super fun, gruesome, nasty movie with just a real cool twist of the good guy is really the psychopathic murdering psychopath that just happens to kill a bunch of killers. It's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> I'm glad you watched that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know if I felt good after I watched it or if I felt disgusting after I watched it or I yeah. took a shower or whatever. But it was definitely a, a WWE movie I wasn't expecting. You know, I kind of thought it wouldn't be as gruesome as it was, you know. So. Nice. Oh, man, sir. So let's talk some recent news, man. And we got some. I, I, I saw a really cool video today. It was Michael Keaton talking about being Batman in 1989. Have you seen this video, sir? No. Okay, so they're uh, promoting RoboCop, right? Because obviously he's in the new RoboCop, comes on a couple weeks. Uh, we have uh, you know Jim Gordon sitting next to him and the new RoboCop. And he takes about 10 minutes and talks about his claustrophobicness in the suit and how it's so tight on his body he couldn't breathe and uh, he had such problems trying to deal with it. But when he finally, uh, as an actor, found his reasoning to be in the suit of this is this guy's alone, this guy's tortured, this is how he was able to go through it and stuff. And he talks about you know not being able to move and everything like that. And it, it, he was just really funny. You know, it was like the classic Michael Keaton you know, crazy humor when he's just kind of making fun of himself as being Batman, you know, which was really cool. But mm -hmm. the best part is when you get to the end and the guy talks about being RoboCop and he starts like, man, you know, he would basically tell him to stop being a wuss. You know, I was Batman. You got some air conditioning. So stop being such a, you know, and he basically would rip on him for saying, stop complaining that you're RoboCop because you weren't Batman back in 89. <laughs> you know, you got some air conditioning going up in your suit. It was just real funny, dude. I thought it was pretty hilarious. So, huh. you so have to put that on the Facebook page. Yeah, I know. I, I, I should probably share that. So, uh, but what I really enjoyed was the Ben, as we know, Superman and uh, Batman, whatever has been delayed till 2016. And I know we haven't talked about this. I do want to say I'm actually excited about this. Uh, kind of like with Fast 6 before Paul Walker died, I said my only thing I wasn't excited about is I felt that, pun intended, they were moving too fast. And almost any movie I've ever seen rushed always sucks. So obviously I didn't want Paul Walker to die, but the fact that they're taking their time now I know means that they're going to care more into the story and they're not going to rush. And that's kind of how I feel is happening with this movie now. I'm totally cool with waiting the 2000, you know, the extra 10 months because of the fact I know they're stepping back to maybe put some more care into it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, it just felt like it was being thrown together so much. You know, we kind of talked about that before. It just it seemed like the way the casting news and all these things were coming out, it, it felt rushed. It felt like they were throwing it together. I'm glad that they are taking their time. Like, let's get this script right. If you know, rather than just throwing characters in kind of to get them in, you know, make the story right. Right. The fans are worth it's. I would much rather wait a year, two years to get a great movie 
than to get a meh movie. And now what are we going to do? Are we going to start over? Are we going to reboot? Are we, you know, where are we going to go from this? Right. You know, that keep it going. You've, as DC, you are barely chugging along down the track. Marvel is miles down the road. You know, you're just trying to get traction right now with your characters. Don't rush it and screw it up. I think they're like a state ahead, not miles. Yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So just don't try and keep up with Marvel. Don't try and don't be worried that, oh, man, you know, Avengers 2 is going to come out. No, just stay the course with what you need to do and do it right because it seems to be a problem for you as a company. Yeah, and I know officially Gail Godot was signed for three films, which yeah. is uh, this movie, Justice League, and the uh, Wonder Woman. So uh, I know there's multiple rumors that there's probably going to be just a lot of cameo-ness going on, mm-hmm. you know, building up to Justice League, which, you know, I think is kind of what me and you want. We yes. don't want all these people thrown into this movie, you know, because I- I'm sorry, still to this day, I don't hear any news about Henry Cavill. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, it's his movie. And I the last time I heard any news about him was when the movie came out. That was it. You know, I haven't heard anything from from him whatsoever. I don't know what he's doing or anything. And that's just, you know, it's kind of sad. So but this is this is a good, you know, I'm glad that they're using their brain and taking the time and delaying it. You know, unlike a G.I. Joe delay where you're just doing it for 3D or whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they know they got script problems and they're fixing it. You know, that's awesome. And that's cool if they, they have a lot of visual effects they want to get right. Good. I don't want you to rush it because they rushed Transformers 2. The effects look great, but the story was, you know. Right. So I'm totally cool uh, with that, you know. And I've seen a lot of different, you know, most wanted movies list uh captain america 2 is at the top of that list which is cool um batman versus superman's at the bottom but um you know this uh x-men days of future past is sitting at uh number four on one of this list and something i found funny was that you know empire magazine is (laughs) is releasing 20 different covers which which i really like that concept but i'm very confused on one of the covers okay that's rogue rogue is getting cut out of the film why would you give her a cover that is something i didn't find to be too smart i guess i don't i don't know you heard about this cover thing dude yeah i've seen uh, a bunch of them on facebook as empire's been posting them and and kind of the big shot of all of them yeah i i like the uh you know the blue one man jennifer lawrence that one looks that one looks good man i have to admit (laughs) <laughs> I might have to get that one. Oh man. So I want to talk about something that's a little bit different than movies, but it's it's related in a way. All right. Uh, um since we're going all out in this episode, uh, let's go out, sir. Let's talk about some Royal Rumble, man. <laughs> I am pissed. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh Dave Batista, uh guy who's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, came mm-hmm. back to wrestling, WWE. And, man, dude, this guy is, I think he's a rock wannabe. I, he's, oh, he is so terrible. From what I heard afterwards, he's flipping people off. He is just like, everybody hates this guy. I think he's a piece of trash. And uh, the, the best part is he's brought back, to, he's supposed to be a good guy. Yeah. 
and he <laughs> he's far from it. I, I'm gonna man Royal Rumble. I am so disappointed. I blew fifty two dollars on crap. This was the most predictable piece of crap that I watched. It it was the night of the bad guys. You know, I mean, we had the return of one of one of yours and my favorite wrestler, Sheamus, comeback, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it was so predictable, man. You know, in our face versus heel Facebook group, we're all going off about this. But did you watch the Royal Rumble, sir? Let's talk about it, man. I watched. Uh, I watched parts of it. I was at work and uh, I was uh, watching it on my phone until the site I would watch would crash, and then I'd find a different site. <laughs> so That's you, how I was watching it. You're doing it illegally, awesome. That's good times. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the only way to do it, because, it, man. Yeah, I, I paid nothing. It worked for me. Oh, good job, man. I, I wish I had that. You know, because every year we buy three pay-per-views. We get the Royal Rumble, and then we uh, we get SummerSlam and WrestleMania. Uh, last year we got the Elimination Chamber just because Rock was still around, and I wanted to see Rock because I knew he was leaving after WrestleMania, so I was cool with it, you know. But Royal Rumble was amazing last year, but there's you cannot have every bad guy win the match. It's so... Unbalanced, you know. And Daniel Bryan, for those of you who don't know, he's uh, he's a guy that Jameson got me into. You know, he's like, dude, there's this wrestler. He's really good. I think you're really gonna like him, you know. And uh, he was kind of like a nobody. I mean, back then he was trying to marry AJ. The Rock came in, broke up his wedding and stuff. But you were telling me how good of a wrestler he was. Yeah. And you were forewarning me how much he was gonna blow up. And I've never seen somebody who's never won the belt be so beloved as like the face of the company is well, he did have the belt for a little while remember oh well, yeah for what F- like two minutes <laughs> yeah for a little while and then lost it in 18 seconds yeah it was ridiculous but daniel bryan is fear the beard that's that's your famous right. picture that you post on facebook and that's his logo uh, this guy is so beloved. He does this yes chant. I, he used to be in this tag team with Kane, the yes no, uh, and then he broke apart. And I don't know what it was, but he just overnight got the WWE in the palm of his hands, and everybody loves him. But the best part of that Royal Rumble was the crowd, man. The yeah. crowd was like boring to like the main event. They're like, the, you know, it was it, the crowd was the best part because they knew everything was trash. You know, yeah, and it was too bad. Tired of the same old, same old all the time. I mean, I was shocked that Daniel Bryan was the very first match to come out that night, and then he lost, and I was pissed. And then Brock Lesnar, of course, beats Big Show. I mean, you could at least have Big Show win, at least have some sort of balance, have at least a good guy win. I've never seen a pay per view where all the bad guys won every match. Have you? Uh, Not that I can remember, but you know what? It was really predictable because I expected. All the bad guys to win the matches. Yeah, man. The way it was set up, you know. But last night's Raw was amazing. It was one of the best Raws I had seen in a very long time, man. And uh, you're excited about the WWE Hall of Fame. Jake the Snake's going up in there, and we got the Ultimate Warrior going in there. Two of my favorites, man. Two of my favorites as a kid. I mean, just legends in my eyes as a young wrestling fan. I'm really excited to see both of them because both of them have been very much on the outs and had very public problems, uh, substance problems, uh, insanity problems. I mean, they've they've walked some uh, some rough roads, and it's good to see them both back. 
welcomed in. The fans are excited. It's it's cool to see them back. Now, if we could just get my man, Macho Man, in there. Yeah. Who knows? How many do they have left to put in? Like two or three more, right? Um, I don't know because it, it depends. Some years they have big groups. Some years they, they have smaller ones. All right. Well, oh, that would be cool, man. I was thinking of you. I'm like... Who are they going to announce, you know? Are they going to do Macho Man? And I don't think Rock's going to be in there for a long time, you know, because you got to be retired, right, before you get put in there. They're not going to put an active member in there, right? Flair went in active. Okay. Yeah. I just I I know that because I just just saw this trivia question today. He's the only active member inducted. now they're going to put matches in there? Mm -hmm. What the hell's up with that? That's ridiculous. It's just a gimmick. But – I am super excited for the WWE Network because of the fact I no longer have to pay full price for a pay-per-view. So now if they suck, it only costs me 10 bucks because yeah. it's it's 60 bucks. Uh, it's essentially 10 bucks a month, but you got to do a six-month commitment, which I'm totally cool with. But you get every pay-per-view uh, going forward. You get all this exclusive content. I'm so looking forward to all this programming they're going to have. I mean, it's like hours upon hours and documentaries you know i know jason's not a big uh wrestling guy but you know there's so many wrestling documentaries that you now have access to that if you wanted to do on real films podcast you could and it'd be part of the streaming service you know i i think that's just there's so many of those documentaries i always wanted to, to watch but i i would have to go buy at walmart and now i don't have to you know i'm super excited for that and to watch the you know, the Monday Night Wars to see the Attitude Era all over again, man. I am so I'm excited, excited. For, the, for the old content they have. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm super pumped, man. I This is just a killer deal, man. $10. Yep. Ridiculous. And, of course, uh, what is it that uh, they want to cancel pay-per-views now? What is it? Dish Network, right? Yeah, because – yeah, well, because it is kind of now it's a bidding war. Like, well, if you're taking – and only charging people ten dollars, then we're not going to carry them because it's not, we're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah, you know they're not they're not real heavy, and that's just the way it is. The cable providers aren't going to be happy about it because they're being undercut by Vince is basically cutting out the middleman now. You know the cable provider that takes money out of Vince's pocket when they show it. You know takes their cut. Like, well, why don't I just? put it out there for the people and you know you make you'll make the money back yeah but not everybody has streaming service so you, it's true it's true you know you don't want to take that away but you know going back to batista this is somebody who in my eyes he is so much a rock rip off it but with no charisma he, yeah i mean it's pathetic when i saw him just like the way he comes out and just he's like i don't know man he rubs me the wrong way in every way. And I don't know why people love this guy. And, man, when this movie comes out, needless to say, I'm not excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. But be- because of my hatred for him now, I'm really going to hate seeing this guy on screen. You know, I don't well, know. He is. I mean, he is a really terrible actor. I mean, if if you ever saw him in Riddick, if you ever saw him in The Man with the Iron Fists, He's a terrible actor. Oh. Uh, I don't know how much more they're going to get out of him for Guardians of the Galaxy. He's best if he doesn't open his mouth. Yeah. And just because he, he does have he has a look to him. 
Now, doesn't he look really flabby now? I mean, he look from all the pictures of Guardians of the uh, Galaxy, he looks big. But when he came back to wrestling, I mean, he was running down. He was all flabby and everything. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, tone up or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm calling people names. Why yeah. not? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and oh, I'm I'm just. I just pissed away $52, basically, this past Sunday. And you should have called me, man. I would have told you not to do it. I thought you were doing it, though, man. You know, and I don't know, man. Not I, for $50-some dollars, I wasn't. Uh, I know. Well, last year, it was so worth it. It was an amazing Royal Rumble. And this time, I mean, it was so predictable. It should never be this predictable, you know. And all those people out there is like, wrestling's fake. Yeah, it's a TV show, but it's not fake. These people are really risking their lives doing these stunts, getting hurt. You know, you can't say wrestling's fake when people are getting injured and people die from doing this. You know, it's sports. It's just sports entertainment. It's all scripted. And some things behind the scenes, people get pissed off. And that's when you get the when I see the real life come into it, you know, is what I really love. You know, like when. Rock and John Cena are on this on the ring and they're talking to each other and they're shaking hands and you have no idea what they're talking about. But it's only between those two. Mm-hmm. I, I love moments like that. They're really hard to they don't come very often in wrestling. And when they do, they're moments that I love to capture and see and witness myself. You know, it's good times. Yep. Yep. Um, so speaking of Riddick. Uh, Vin Diesel announced that uh, Riddick's getting a sequel, baby. Yay. So uh, you did not like that movie, sir. No. And I have yet to see it. So um, very interesting. Um, yeah, it was a disappointing movie. I know Brian hated it. Yeah. Well, it, and I think it, I, I think Brian hated it more because he loved the franchise more than me. And so it was more of a disappointment to him. Than it was for me. I just thought it was a bad movie. He was expecting. You know, he he loves the franchise, so it really hurt him when that movie sucked so much. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, that's just. I, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see. Oh it, yeah, check it out. You know, and and hopefully I'll dig it. But you know, I'm gonna go in like you know, you warn me with bullet to the head. You know, and I tried to ignore it. I'm just like, nah, I'm gonna like it. But you know, you were right, man. You know, and. Uh, it's a lot of it is all about perspective, man. I, I, I've kind of, I've learned that over the years now that it's a lot about perspective. When we were talking about the the Stallone Schwarzenegger movies that came out this in 2013, you know, for me, Bullet to the Head was much worse than Last Stand, if nothing else, because I was expecting it to be good. Right. And after seeing it and realizing that movie sucked, it really lowered my expectations for Last Stand. Like just ground level expectations now for that and so it wasn't as bad i still don't think that was a good movie but it it was more tolerable because i was expecting it to be awful and so when it wasn't awful i'm like no it's all right you know i i really can't wait to find out when we watch um you know the prison break movie with those two what is it um What's the name of that movie? The <laughs> Escape Escape Plan. Escape Plan, yeah. I can't wait. We should like when it comes are you going to watch it when it comes out on DVD or Yeah, oh, oh yeah. So what we should do is the first week we should rent it and then we should review on an STL. All right. Since we've been doing the whole Schwarzenegger thing, I think we should uh check it out and review it and then be like, okay, you know, obviously we 
you know, we're not a big fan of uh, of the past stuff. So let's see how this one is together with no expendables to, you know, because it looks amazing, man. Vincent D'Onofrio, everything else. It looks so promising. So I think that's what we should do, sir. Sounds good to me. I have no idea when it's coming out, though, but I think it's coming soon. out very soon. Yeah. Um. So Captain America 3 already is talks. And it, part two hasn't even come out yet, dude. Can you believe this? Yeah. It's it's a huge franchise. Oh, I'm telling you, man, Captain America, the first one, is, is so good, man. And I, I'm so excited. I think it's probably my, maybe my, I think this is my most anticipated movie of the year. And then I would probably put uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I think Captain America 2 has got to be it for this year, man. I don't know. Yeah. It looks so good, man. It's so promising. It looks to be darker, but still, still have that heart and soul of, uh, you know, of Captain America in there. Oh, it looks so amazing, man. I'm so pumped up. And I'm excited th- for it, man. Yeah. Uh, the first Captain America is my favorite Marvel movie out of all the great Marvel movies that they've done. More than Avengers. First Captain America, I think, is the most well done movie that they've done. It, I, I've actually said that as well. That Captain America. Now, you know, I love Thor. I think I've I said Captain America is my favorite of the Marvel films, and then I would put Avengers number two, yep. and then for me, Thor is number three because I love that movie so much. And I know that's fine. You don't. That's cool. But it would be Thor: The Dark World is where because that totally replaces Thor. You know. Because Thor the Dark World was just so amazing. Thor the Dark World was great. Yeah, it was like, it's, I mean, I love Thor the first one, and I could see why people hate it, but Thor the Dark World itself is such a great movie that it's night and day to the first movie. So I would rank it as Captain America, the Avengers, and then Thor the Dark World, and then maybe Iron Man after that. That's kind of how I would do my ranking at this point in time. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, sir. Other interesting news that we need to talk about. Okay. So Pitch Perfect. Have you seen this movie, sir? Love Pitch Perfect. I love Pitch Perfect. I love the soundtrack. Just overall, uh, when I – at my local video store, this movie, they had like – 50 copies always it was always gone it was always on the shelf of you know so-and-so's pick so-and-so's pick and i'm just like what is this movie and every time i went to go check it out all 50 copies are gone and i live in a small town you would think a copy would be there i'm like this movie's gotta be really good if it all these copies are gone and i finally got a hand i got my hands on the blu-ray and i was like wow i loved it and i couldn't wait for the sequel So today the uh, announcement came out of who's directing the sequel. Have you heard this yet? I did. I saw the headline of it. Yeah. Okay. So Elizabeth Banks, who was in Pitch Perfect as a commentator, this is going to be her directorial debut. But here's something I'm okay with. Reading the article, she was the main um, organizer. She was the one that gave the most of the – like behind the scenes energy and just she was kind of like a side director i guess Mm -hmm. you know so i guess i'm kind of okay with this i didn't realize how much of a role she played in the behind the scenes of the first movie because i just thought she was kind of there to be just a funny commentator but after reading the kind of stuff she did i was like well maybe it'll be okay but the same guy's writing the script for part two so i don't know man i i actually am not disappointed even though it will be her first movie 
I think it'll be okay. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a. Um, I won't say an easy movie, but it's it, it is. It's kind of an easy movie to transition into. Um, I, I, the first one was really one of those like surprise hits to me. Yeah, I did not think I'd love it. I thought it was just going to be a dumb teen comedy uh glee voice ripoff type of thing you know right exactly um and so yeah i when i when i saw it i'm like holy cow this is really good yeah um yeah I, I i think it would be tough to screw it up i don't know um I, i'm hopeful elizabeth elizabeth banks as much as um she has many shortcomings in her early choices in acting and is kind of I don't know one note as she seemed in a lot of her movies she's really surprising me as of late right um, and I've really come to enjoy her a lot more in, in some of her recent things especially once she got latched on with the Hunger Games it seemed like it kind of expanded her a little bit right um, so yeah I'm looking forward to it excellent good times. All right, sir. So uh, another thing that uh, I found that we should talk about, which where did you go? Okay, so Ben Affleck did um, an interview with Playboy magazine, obviously. Um, Not obviously, but uh, I guess this is pretty recent. And they asked him, why did you want to do Batman? You know, did you expect to get the hate that you were going to get? And they're like, and he said, well... Uh, I was forewarned what was going to happen, you know, blah, 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 blah. We've kind of heard the stories, but right. he's talking about how how different he's going to be from the Christian Bale kind of Batman, you know, because everybody's talking about the suit, how excited they are. But I'm interested. I was so interested to hear what he had to say about it, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man, I'm really excited how like for example like everybody complains about the voice with christian bale now if you watch batman begins he doesn't do the voice he only does it in the dark knight and dark knight rises which is always funny to me when i watch batman begins because like uh when he's talking to rachel after she's been infected he's talking to her in a normal voice so it's just kind of odd that he changes it so i'm wondering what ben affleck's gonna do with his voice so that way he kind of doesn't get in that same mold Christian Bale did. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very interested to see how he's going to change things up because he says that uh, everything looks so good and his vision is going to be so different but still with the comics and stuff. Um, and his biggest regret is Daredevil. And the, I think the mm-hmm. reason – and he said he's doing this to prove that um, – you know, you don't have to be afraid because of Daredevil. This is going to be awesome. So how do you think, you know, Ben's going to do, man? What do you think he's going to be different as, you know? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, you know, I appreciate his attitude towards this. And he's uh, he's really, over the last decade or so maybe, maybe not even that long, but he's really – Seems like he's much more of a humble guy. Yeah. And for a while there, he was totally believing his hype. When he was in the midst of the J-Lo, you know, all that stuff, and the string of terrible choices he was making with movies, and just it seemed like his life and his career were out of control, and he was buying into the hype that he was just, he could do no wrong. And it's really cool to see him 
now is he's kind of grown up and aged and kind of just kind of chilled out, become a family man. He's really humble and he looks, he's able to look back on his career and go, yeah, I made, I made a lot of mistakes, you know? And yeah, you know, daredevil was what it was. Um, and I like that. He's not afraid to put a mask back on and he's going to draw a lot of bad comparisons. And a lot of people are going to ridicule him. It's an easy target to make. Ben Affleck is an easy target because of his past failings. Yeah. But at his best, Ben Affleck is pretty incredible. You know, I mean, every actor has great movies and every actor has terrible movies. And I was talking about this with a friend of mine yesterday, actually. We were, we were discussing Robert De Niro. And we, were, he was, we were quoting Raging Bull back and forth. <laughs> and uh, and it was like, man, that was, that was when De Niro was incredible. When he was, every role, every movie, he was progressing as an actor. And you could watch this guy just from from mean streets through the Godfather movies and this, and it just progressing and becoming an incredible actor. And then the late nineties, early two thousands came and it seemed like he forgot how to act and he wasn't Robert De Niro anymore. It was making awful choices and was phoning it in and was just terrible. And he's starting to kind of turn that around for me lately. But uh, you know, if, if Robert De Niro can have that kind of career arc where he has an entire decade of just awful choices, you know, everyone can have that. And I, th- I think Affleck, it's it's pretty cool to see him rebound. And, I, you know, I, I, I like that he has this unique perspective on Batman. I'm excited to see it. You know, I, I'm excited to see what he wants to do with it. It sounds like he has ideas, and that's good. Yeah, uh, my I think it was my last week's Entertainment Weekly. He's on the front cover, yep. and he's like kind of real creepy, just laying with the with the girl <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, wow, you know. And he's just, it's just so cool, man. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it, you know. And and it's just, I don't know. <sighs> it's good stuff. It is good stuff. All right, sir. So, um, kind of rolling into some CCP news a little bit here. All right. Dude, I gave up on Agents of Shield, man. I I, I quit, right? <laughs> and I specifically tuned in for the episode where they explain Colson and stuff. Uh-huh. Now, I I do want to give props for the special effects that they use, but that uh that that episode did nothing for me. My wife, you know, uh, I was like, okay, so we have all these episodes that we've taped. Uh, we've watched this. Do you want to delete them off the DVR or do you want to go back? And she's just like, I'm done. Delete them. Boom. <laughs> so what about you, man? What is your status currently with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sir? Um, I have several episodes sitting on my DVR. Um, I was, it's one of those shows that I was so excited for. And I, I kind of like you, I was forcing myself to watch it week after week for a while. Knowing that I wasn't enjoying it, there was something missing there, and I I, I kind of gave up on it. But I kept I kept it on my DVR. I kept recording the episodes. Yeah, just like me. And kind of like you know, at some point I'm gonna revisit it. At some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into it and, and, and finish these up. That point hasn't come yet. <laughs> uh, it just it seems it seems like work, and it seems like there's so many other things I'd rather watch. And then and and now it kind of becomes more daunting with every week, right? That that list keeps getting bigger and bigger <laughs> of episodes. And it's like, well, now I got like now I got eight hours so I gotta watch. Like, but there's so many other things I'd rather watch. I don't know if I'm gonna get to it. 
I know, especially if you tape it in HD, because uh, for my cable provider, HD takes up it twice eats up as some stuff. It, it eats up twice as much space. Yep. So taping that Royal Rumble raw three hours i'm like nope delete 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 you know i'm just like oh i'm done man you know and it's a shame when i don't even want to listen to what jason has to say because his enthusiasm level is him just pushing to try to find something good you know (laughs) and and i know it's just like uh i don't know i'm done man you know and when i go over to arrow and I'm just like, every episode is so good, man. Like, I did not think this Flash, like, you know, backdoor pilot thing. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is going to be Flash. And I was like, uh, I, you know, I was like, let's check this out. And after about 12 minutes, I was like, I love this guy. <laughs> I'm like, let me see this show now, you know. So I don't know if you've if you've caught up, sir, if, if you've seen the Flash backdoor nope. pilot and stuff. Where are you at with Arrow? Uh, I am at the end of last season. So you haven't seen anything this no, year? No, because I don't have that channel. Oh. And so I've been sitting, waiting patiently. When, like, how are you going to, you have to wait for DVD? Um, You know, I could find it online because I do find, uh, like, Walking Dead and shows that I don't get, Um, I do find. It, it's just, it's kind of sitting there. It's kind of in this stasis where i haven't sought out to watch it because there's so much of it to watch now but i know i'm going to when it comes out on dvd when it comes on netflix i know i'm going to power through the whole season of it at this point that's kind of the way i'm going at this point now okay so you don't want to go down that dark alley like you normally do for your movies so you know (laughs) (laughs) right Um, i'll go down there plenty it's fantastic man i that's what i've heard i love this season man i mean this if you thought last season was good this one has just stepped up the game so much and uh introduced so many new batman you know people Mm -hmm. and just made it work for arrow you know and uh, of course, uh, they had uh, the rumor, of course, added that Arrow's, the, you know, Stephen Amell is getting out of Justice League. And then you see him go on Facebook and he's like, BS. All I do is I have one interview. I mention something and people take one interview, change my words around. And I just I love him on Facebook because he's just all about talking to the fans and, uh, this, you know, he takes the rumors and he flushes them down the toilet it's good stuff. You know, I, I love that guy. It's great. But I can't wait for you to see a dude. And um, the, the guy that's going to be playing Flash, he's very – he's got a lot of charisma. He's very likable, very cool. I'm very excited. It's like the TV DC universe is so good, man. Sure. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for it, you know. So um, <sighs> where do we go from here, sir? I don't know. I got something, actually. What do you got, sir? All right. I, th- I think STL is a good place to kind of talk about. This. I, this is kind of, I don't know. It may or may not be interesting. but um, So I've been watching, I've been just kind of by happenstance watching a lot of older movies recently, just revisiting movies that I loved and haven't seen in a long time. Heck yeah. So like that's I've been what watching. We, that's what we do here. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so like yeah, I've been watching the Beverly Hills Cop franchise this Heck week. Heck yeah. You know, it's been so long since I saw them. I'm like, oh, man, they're so good. And you, it's just. You're you going to arrest me for being thrown out a window? <laughs> we do if, you, if I get thrown out of the car. Arrest me for jaywalking? Oh, man, it's so good. Um, but it, it's kind of funny. So my mind 
just kind of always I work my mind works in lists, and that's why I love doing list shows. I think I was um, going to say, do you want to do list shows today? <laughs> <laughs> I just I love doing list shows, and so it's kind of funny, especially like you know I keep track of obviously like the movies that I see in 2013. I keep I keep notes of all these movies that I see. Um, and so I'm watching a bunch of movies in the last two weeks and I just kind of start to notice that when I press play on Netflix, that a lot of them say 1984 next to them year. And it just kind of hit me and I'm like, huh, I've been watching a lot of movies that came out in 84. (laughs) So I went on and looked, dude. So kind of coming off of what we talked about on Mojo with our, how this year was so disappointing in movies. Mm Mm-hmm. I went and then looked and pulled up the list of, of movie releases in 1984. All right, let's and do it. And you and I, I, I think this is this this isn't all of them. There's some movies that maybe are great movies, but these these are movies that like you and I probably grew up on together. Heck yeah! And tell me that if 1984 wasn't a landmark year for movies for for our generation, right? All right, let's do All it. Right, I'm going to give it to you. It's in alphabetical order. All right, here we go. All right, so the first one is Amadeus. You may not. I don't oh, know how you feel about that. Okay. I love Amadeus. Uh, I, okay, I've only seen this movie once. I saw it as a kid, and I remember being terrified by the ending. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, that it was so terrifying. The, that the, With the mask and all that? I, I can't remember what it was, but mm-hmm. the ending, I remember it being long. I yep. remember enjoying the music. I enjoyed really loving the the main actor yep and the ending scared me so much i never watched the movie ever again i can see that i can see that this and this is one of the movies that i just watched recently that kind of sparked my 1984 thing so excellent uh, yeah um next one bachelor party heck yeah tom hanks baby that's right tom hanks is the king of comedy forget this drama crap this is tom hanks at his big money pit so good, man. Yeah, this is really the, the 1984 is a big year for kind of launching what Tom Hanks was going to be in the next couple of years with Big and Money Pit and, and, and the Burbs and things like that. Oh, so so um, Beverly Hills Cop, obviously, yeah. first one. Five, five stars. No Ooh. doubt. Phenomenal, right? Right. Um, the, the next one, Footloose. <laughs> I've never seen this. Really? All right. I... I and take, I don't especially love Footloose, but it's a movie that I've seen a ton of times. I've seen bits and pieces, especially mm-hmm. the courtroom scene at the end. Obviously, yep. I have the song. I mean, I know all about it. I've just only caught it in pieces. I've never seen it. Kind of like this, um, Pretty in Pink. Yep. No, Sixteen Candles. Okay. Uh, Sixteen Candles is the guy, uh, the guy that's always hanging from the tree. He's like, uh, sexy girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Is that's Sixteen Candles, right? Yep. I've never seen it from beginning to end, but I've seen the whole movie. I've seen it in like 20 to 30 minute increments. That's how it's it's on a lot. Yeah. I've never seen it from beginning to end completely. Sure. I think everybody has a a few of those movies. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've seen it all, but not in order. Right. Exactly. Yep. Um, Next movie, Ghostbusters. Come on. Five stars, baby. 50th episode. That, that That was a landmark movie for us. Heck yeah. Especially me and you. Yeah. Um, next movie, Gremlins. Five stars. That's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Come on, man. I mean, this is these are great movies. Next movie, movie that I grew up. This is one of those kind of first cult movies that I found on on VHS as a kid. Ice Pirates. Ice Pirates. What's Ice this Pir- one about? Ice Pirates it sounds so familiar. I know Ice I've Pirates seen it. is. Uh, it often gets confused with Time Bandits uh, by a lot of people. Ice Pirates is. 
because they both have uh, um, how do you say it? Little people, dwarves in the movie. Gotcha. That are kind of going through and getting ice, and I don't know. It's been a long time I saw it, but I remember wearing this thing out on VHS as a kid. Okay. Um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Here's one. It was one of them that I saw. Sorry, folks. <laughs> they stole it. Okay. I'm what are sorry. you gonna do? There's, there's hooligans out there. Right. Um. Next one, Johnny Dangerously. Oh, that's uh, my. This is Michael Keaton, right? Michael Keaton and and uh, John uh, Candy, right? Piscopo. No, Piscopo. There you go. Yeah, yep. awesome movie. Love that movie. Uh, okay. Here's another one, The Karate Kid. <laughs> You've seen that. Ten thousand stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, The Last Starfighter. Oh, this is with Lance Guest, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Halloween 2. I love The Last Starfighter so much. And here, I get a lot of crap from uh, Jason Top Gun Adams. He's always like, so you're getting Lance Guest on when you do The Last Starfighter, right? I'm like, sure. Just like I'm getting Emma Stone on when I do Easy A. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Uh, I I love that movie so so much. Uh, What's the next one? Muppets Take Manhattan. Dude. You could put the Muppets in anything, and I'm going to love it. Four and a half, because my favorite is the Great Muppet Caper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the best. Yeah, that's my favorite. But um, Another one that I I grew up loving because my dad loved this movie, The Natural with Robert Redford. My dad loves this movie to death. Yeah. and uh, Dads love it. Yeah, dads love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's got a special place in my heart just because of that. Exactly. Uh, The the next one, Neverending Story. Five stars, baby. Dude, these are, I mean, these movies, this is like... 1984, the greatest movie year. Uh, the, the next one, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Oh, dude. Okay, going back just a little bit. Uh-huh. But never ending story. Again, another STL movie reviewed. Yep. The, the Morgue, which is spelled G-M-O-R-K, even mm-hmm. though it sounds like the morgue when you, when you hear it in the movie, is still the scariest creature <laughs> on the planet. I still think that is oh that is the ultimate werewolf to me right there oh uh-huh. so oh and Fa- and Falcor is the cutest most oh <laughs> love it yeah I agree uh oh, what do we have next so yeah, yeah never ending story five stars and the next one was Nightmare on Elm Street five stars oh man uh next one the first Police Academy so good man. Yeah, it's just a good time, right? Hilarious. I mean, a lot of these are dumb comedies, especially kind of, kind of coming up on the list, but but they're just phenomenal comedies. Um, after Police Academy, Red Dawn. Ooh. I love the first Red Dawn. Yeah, it th- doesn't hold up like like I thought it would, but after seeing the new Red Dawn, I love the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not... You know, it's not one of those, you know, pop this in and watch any day. You no, got to be no, in the no. mood to watch it. You know, it's it's, it's a, one of those that for a long time was always on like USA Network on a yeah. Saturday afternoon. And just like here in Point Break is being remade. I'm like, leave yeah. it alone, guys. Don't touch yeah. Point Break. You know, come on. Exactly. Um, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, five. St- oh, man. Yeah. Maybe, maybe six stars. And here's the thing. Revenge of the Nerds 2 is even better than number one. I agree. Oh, man. Nerds. Oh, dude. No. On 15. No. On 15. All right. We got we to gotta play some Lamar doing some rapping. <laughs> who, who knew that? Oh, man. Lamar. Oh, man. So good, dude. I love me some. And here's the thing. With Terminator 2, 
I am done with Revenge of the Nerds after Revenge of the Nerds 2. There is no 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, whatever. I'm done at 2, baby. I don't know about you, sir. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. That's where I stand. It's 1 and 2, and you're done. So. Yep. Uh, what else we have next? Movie we, you, you mentioned earlier, 16 Candles. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, another, another movie that I, I fell in love with as a kid. Just hilarious. This is Spinal Tap. I love Spinal Tap. I love Michael McKeon, man. He's so good. So good. Love that guy. Um, Splash, another of the big Tom Hanks movies that launched him into the stratosphere. This is with Dan... Uh, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah, right? And yep. Tom Hanks. Yep, where she's a mermaid, right? Yep. 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 Great stuff. Uh, Star Trek Three: the the search for Spock. <laughs> this was... This was I love this movie, and I hated Star Trek. <laughs> You're not gonna get me to watch any Star Trek movies, dude. <laughs> um, another one. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this one. This movie used to weird me out when I was a kid, but I I'd watch it. I don't know how I feel about it. Starman with Jeff Bridges. <sighs> I like the TV show Jeff better. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, you gave me crap about mixing it up. Once. They always confuse me. Starman. Uh, yeah. I, I love the TV show Starman, uh-huh. but not the movie. Yeah, the movie, I don't know. It always weirded me out, but I'd always grab it at the video store when I was a kid. But is it's it, not a kid's movie. Isn't the girl in Starman, wasn't she in Indiana Jones, number one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. There we yep. go. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Supergirl? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Dude, I have four copies of that movie, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay, the, the last two. Top Secret. Have you ever seen Top Secret? Yes, Val Kilmer. I love that movie. I what love you, that. What movie. about Real Genius? Real Genius was earlier. No, but what do you think of Real oh, Genius? Real Genius is awesome. I love that movie. So do I. Oh yeah. Very good. Um, and the last one, The Terminator. Oh. How's that for a year? I know, man. Nineteen eighty four, dude. It's like you know, two thousand fifteen. Everybody's talking about it. It's like go back to nineteen eighty four, people. So, and I thought 1985 was the best year of movies, man. What do we got in 1985? Why don't you pull up that list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. I want to know if... Let me look. I always thought 1985 was like one of the greatest years in movies. So I'm actually curious if it beats 1984 because I didn't realize all these movies that came out in 84. And it's like, wow. Yeah, I was blown away. I'm, I, I'm just looking at this going, wow. Dude, like, oh, you have everything like great, crazy comedies, just movies that... A kid like us, like you know, movies like Karate Kid and Ghostbusters and Gremlins. I mean, good lord, they couldn't tailor make that more for a kid our age. Dude, over half of those movies, if not seventy five percent, are five star movies for me, man. Yeah, it, it just it blew me away. And then there's a lot of like cult movies that I didn't put on that I love, like Hot Dog the Movie and just kind of weird Meatballs Two and just you know weird movies like that. But let's see, nineteen eighty five. Let me see. Let's, All right, here we let's, go. Let's, uh, okay, movies that... Wait, I... hold on. I gotta do my Mr. Miyagi. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. 1985. Let's see. We got American Ninja. Now, we got Back to the Future up in this one, right? Uh, I'm I'm okay. going through... Yes. All right. Yes. Here, this so, is Back to the Future year. Alphabetical quarter, baby. Oh, yeah, wait. there's a long list. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just kind of try and pick and choose here. Let's see. We got uh, American Flyers, American Ninja. Ooh, uh, American Mar- Ninja. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, um, you got Back to the Future. Heck yeah. Um, you have Better Off Dead. Hmm. We'll be talking about that at some yes, point. Yes, we will. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I love bre- this song, though, man. Ooh. Yep. 
The Breakfast Club. Heck yeah. Brewster's Millions. I love. Oh, that. I love Brewster's. Dude, <laughs> I watch that every year, and every year it just blows me away. I'm just like I forget how much I love this movie. Yeah. Is so it, that I think my favorite visual of that movie is when he opens the door and you see the millions upon millions in that room just stacked. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. Um, let's see. I don't know how you feel about this movie, but I love it. Clue. I love Clue. Yeah. It is boy. amazing, man. I love that movie. And the three different endings, which yeah. so good. And if I remember right, you could only see the three different endings on cable. You couldn't get it on the VHS, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't. There's some. There's something about that where there was one way you could see all three endings, or it was in the movie theater. They would play a different ending for each showing in the theater, and it wasn't until home video where you got to see all three. That sounds right. That yeah, sounds right. that's what it was. Um, Commando. There you go, baby. Yeah. Awesome. Very, very good stuff. Five uh, <laughs> Oh, by the way, we uh, we need to talk about the winning vote, by the way, when we get done here. Of, uh, yes. of what we are doing, who won the vote, blah, 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 blah. So, All awesome. right, that, that works. Uh, let's see. Fletch. I love Fletch. Love it. The Goonies. Heck yeah. Yes. Oh, one of my favorites, Jim Cotta. <laughs> oh, God. I love that. I know you do. How about Gotcha. The Gotcha was a good movie. Isn't that with uh, Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards and uh, Scott Bale. Mm, Scott Bale's not in there, right? I don't think so. All right. Wrong movie. Come on. But music by Bill Conti. You can't go wrong there. No. Uh, Let's see. Oh, man. All right. Uh, We're in the H's. We're in the H's. We're in the I's. Uh oh. Let's see. Just one of the guys? Yeah. Yeah. So far, 84 is winning. Oh, yeah. 84 is killing it right now. Legend of Billie Jean and Legend. That's both of them. Awesome. Yep. I like both of those. Uh, mask. Uh, oh, is that the... That's the... That's my... The, the Rocky Dennis story. Oh, man. So good, dude. If I want to cry, I'll throw in that movie. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my Science Project. Yes! There you go. Oh, uh, hey. Why you wear sunglasses at night? Because when you cool, the sun shines on you 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Pfft, throws them up against the wall. Chill out, butch, and get a shave. Oh, so good. Well done. Dude, that uh, was an STL review, man. I played Vinny Clips that whole yes, review. Yes, you did. Man. I love it. Yep. Uh, That's like seven stars. So <laughs> I love it, man. That was one of my guilty pleasures. Oh, um, so National good. Lampoon's European Vacation. That's Anthony. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, you know, the next year. Huh? That's, that's zero stars. Wow. That Now I'm starting to understand why that movie sucked. That is the worst. Like a nine-month turnaround on that's it. That's the worst of the series, man. I would take number five any day over two. And I did a marathon just a couple months ago, and it was terrible for me to get through part two, man. Yep. I mean, I, I was like, I had, I don't smoke, but I was using cigarette burns to get me through that movie. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> I, I I have no idea how number three even got greenlit, and number three is five star movie, man. I mean, I love it. It's like one and three. I forget two. You know. I'm with you. Um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh man, I love that movie. So good, dude. Yes. Uh, Police Academy Two. Citizens on Patrol is my favorite number. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mine. 
Um, man, let me, let's see. Uh, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Heck yeah, that's love Rambo be- too, that's man. The best one, man. Oh, here we go. I was wrong when we talked about Real Genius because Real Genius was the next year. Ooh, yeah. So good. Uh, Red Sonia. Yeah. Um, Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, baby, the king of the '80s, right? That's right. That's what everybody says. <laughs> I don't. Eighty-five shaping up, man. Yeah, Silver Bullet. Oh, my favorite werewolf movie. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> um, Spies Like Us. Oh man. Let's see. That, that one's. I have a hard time with that one. I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. But I don't watch it a lot. Yeah. Um, Saint Elmo's Fire. I don't care for that movie. Yeah. Uh, The Sure Thing. I love that movie. That's a great John Cusack movie right there. Ah. Uh oh. Um, let's see. Teen Wolf. Yeah, the first one, right? That's right. The yeah. original. That is a pure classic guilty pleasure to I mean Michael J. Fox hates that movie, but I love that movie. Yes. So good. <laughs> I love that poster that I found of yeah. being a legit horror movie. Dude, that was an amazing poster, man. <laughs> I saved that to my phone. It was so cool looking, man. <laughs> it is cool. And, He's terrorizing at school. And it's funny, you know, I just posted about Teen Wolf. I love that TV show. It is in my top three favorite TV shows. It is so good. And this newest episode, they took the theme song and they jacked it up and it sucks. Mm. I sure hope that this is they do not do this anymore i think because the episode was dealing with the rave they 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 made it go faster and remixed it it was terrible so i just hope the next episode's back to normal so don't don't mess with perfection people don't mess with it no um all right wrapping up 1985 we have uh, a movie that's been talked about on the stl board a couple of times tough turf which i really love yeah james spade and robert johnny jr that's good stuff good stuff um vision quest I love Vision Quest. Vision Quest. What? Matthew Modine. It's a wrestling movie. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Weird Science. Yeah, baby. We've, we've discussed that. That's and, like our uh, second movie together. I think it was. And, oh, ooh, probably the best movie of 1985, White Nights, starring Gregory Hines and Mikhail Baryshnikov. I don't know. Everybody would say Back <laughs> to the Future, man, is the best. Night. It's it's a pretty good year, man. Yeah. I, after you got to the end of the list, it it really it I would up. I'd say eighty four is still better than eighty five, but eighty five is a close second. It's just it's just funny. It was kind of you know, like I say, thinking about how two thousand two thousand thirteen was such a disappointment, and just kind of looking at this, going, dude. I don't know. It it was just if if I was a I was a kid at the time, <laughs> but you know, if I was going to the to the movies more regularly rather than just begging my parents to drop me off all the time, um, it, it's almost like a movie a week of just like a movie that you remember for your life. Like that movie was awesome yeah. almost every week. It's just that's a that's a great list. Excellent. Well, thank you, sir, for bringing it up, man. Because that is I forgot, man, just how amazing that was. Good times. Good times indeed. All right. All right. So uh, before we go into the STL Nation vote, because we had three up, um, I want to talk about the Fast and Furious 7 poster, man. All right. Talk about classy, dude. Um, You know, Time Traveling Peter went ahead and posted the poster, and uh, it has uh, Paul Walker's car and Vin Diesel's car. And one's going one way and one's going the other, making the outline of a 7. And at the top it says, this is where roads part. Yeah, and it was just so good. I agree, man. I don't know how you could make it better. 
I mean, the um, the class factor in that poster was just like, I mean, I, I was just like, how, how are you going to do a poster? When I saw this, I was like, that was perfection. So yeah. I, I, if you missed it, guys, go look for it. It's awesome. I agree. All right, sir. So we had three uh, votes go up, which the voting only happens in the STL Nation Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So more information about this later when we close out the show. But we had three go up from Terminator 2. Uh, we had, let's ask the nation what they want. So the first vote went up that says, what Arnold movie do you want us to review next? So we had, uh, we had some choices of true lies, Conan, the barbarian, raw deal, the running man, red heat, total recall and last action hero. Now, uh, that doesn't mean these movies, if they, they don't get reviewed, it's just which one of them do you want to hear first? Because right. what's what's next? Right. So uh, the movie that got the most amount of votes is True Lies. Yeah. And Love it. Yeah. So that got the most amount of votes, followed by Last Action Hero, number two. That's good, man. I like. I love it. I haven't. This is good because I haven't looked at these polls since the first day they went up. Good. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of anticipating what, what what's what what's going next. We uh, so we had True Lies and then Last Action Hero followed by Total Recall and Conan the Barbarian. Uh, cool. The rest I'm good got, with any of those. The rest got no votes. No votes. <laughs> All right. So the next one is what Arnold movie previously reviewed by Mia. <laughs> I think is how you say that. Sorry. It's moi. Moi. There it's you go. <laughs> Do you want redone Masoonis and Jameson style? So we had uh, three movies go up. We had Commando, Twins, and Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> the winner is Commando. Wow. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. And Twins was number two, and Kindergarten Cop was last. Cool. So. So that is the winner. Good times. Well done. And the final one is what movie do you want us to review after the Indiana Jones series? Mm-hmm. So here we go. Here is the list of movies. We had The Chase. We had Quick Change. We had Can't Buy Me Love. We had Run with Patrick Dempsey and Dumb and Dumber. And <laughs> uh, the winner is a tie between... Quick change and Dumb and Dumber. Really? Yep. Sweet. The, the chase got no votes and needed to uh, run. No love. But Quick Change and Dumb and Dumber got the most the amount of votes and they both tied. So your boy Jason came in at the last minute and did Quick Change. So there nice. you go. Nice. That a boy. Yeah. So I think we'll do Quick Change first because we've been talking about it the most, and then we'll do uh, Dumb and Dumber right after that. So works for me. Good time. So those are the three. Uh, that uh, if you want to vote going forward, there's a new website that's now live, people. Do you know what that website is, sir? STLpodcast.com. Yes, it is, sir. Woohoo! It's bookmarked on my phone. Oh, excellent. So, yes, finally, STLpodcast.com is live. Uh, I know it took a while, but uh, it was something that uh, I, I put my heart and soul into. I wanted to make it very... Uh, simplistic, but most of all, make it to where you can find everything. And that includes all the podcasts, and that includes friends of the show. So if you have a hard time finding Mr. Jameson's show, you can just go to the links page. There you go. There's nice all of his shows. 
And of course, we got Jason on there, but uh, we got some STL. So if you uh, need to find the Facebook page, you need to find the Facebook group, uh, you like the Underground Hour, you can uh, find that uh, Facebook group there. And then, of course, changing channels. We got everything. We got Twitter. We got Stitcher. All the works. Yeah. So it's uh, the place to go to find all that. And then uh, there's the STL Nation section, which is where every member of the STL Nation uh, is included in there. They're rolling STL Nation, uh, what they're famous for, what they do for the show. And, uh, yeah, that, that's what took me the longest was just trying to design it and figure out what to say. And and then, of course, you know, you're last, sir. You know, it's all good in the hood. And have our picture together that uh, yeah. I made you and sent, you know, I put it up on the face on the page, which is cool. And uh, so you, you like the website, sir? Looks great, man. Cool, man. Thanks. Well, well done. It looks really good. Yeah. So I uh, put a thing on the STL Nation part that your name can be there. You know, all the information is there, how you get there. But uh, the coolest thing is uh, there's a new podcast on there that you can find off of that website. Mm-hmm. Um, the Underground Hour, most of you, uh, I'd say half of the fans listen to the Underground Hour. It's a bonus episode. And uh, I specifically put it on this feed because I knew that if I submit it to iTunes, they probably reject it. But I wanted to do another podcast, uh, another music podcast that is just like the Underground Hour, but just a little bit different. So I submitted it to iTunes and it got rejected. No love. No love. And uh, of course, you're like, dude, why did it get, uh, you know, why did it get rejected? And they give me a list of reasons, but one of them is, of course, about copyright. And I knew it, it obviously, copyright. obviously, uh, playing music, it was going to get rejected. So uh, the new show is STL Presents Make Some Noise uh, it, with an explanation point. And if you like the Underground Hour, it's just like that. The reason why I have it separate is is that it's a show based on just positive music. Obviously, it's no secret. The bands I play on this show, Pillar, Skillet, Icon for Hire, 12 Stones, are all Christian rock bands, but I always play all the universal stuff, you know? So this one is if you like those bands, you can hear all the other kind of bands just like that. Uh, no preacher, nothing like that. It's just playing pure positive music just to get you through your dark day. And the response has been huge. People are loving it. There's about a half hour episodes. I got four up there now. If you're a big fan of Toby Mac, I got a top 20 on there that got a huge response. So it's been super fun. So you can find that show if you go to stlpodcast.com. You can download it off there, find the links, and uh, you can add it to iTunes. All you got to do is go to the website. You just download the episode and just save it to your desktop and then just bring it right in iTunes and it'll go right in your iPod. So I had to do what I had to do, folks, but... That's it, man. It's my it's my it's last exciting stuff. Yeah, it's my last podcast that I'm going to do. It's the final bit. So you say. Yeah, it's the final bit of Masunas Entertainment that uh, I I was just dying to do. It's a passion project of mine that I could finally do. Get it out of the way. And if you want to listen to it, great. If you don't, hey, thanks for checking it out. Everything still stays the same. STL is still the same. The Underground Hour is still the same. Four what five episodes went up this weekend. Four new episodes of that show. <laughs> Underground Hour went up, uh, and it was super good times, man. I already got emails in on the Underground Hour, so it's been it's been going crazy for 2014, man. Terminator 2, man, we got we got much love on that episode, sir. It was super fun. That's man. awesome. 
And uh, I'm sorry we didn't do Indiana Jones today, man, but I just thought hanging out, talking some news, I thought it would be cool because we've never done that before. Uh, And, you know, I don't want to waste the recording opportunity because we're still, this is the worst winter we've had in, what, 27 years? (laughs) <laughs> Define worse. T- today is negative thirty-two degrees. So uh, yeah, it is very cold. Yeah, and you know, I was like, well, I may not get you, so I don't want to lose the opportunity. So the plan is next Tuesday we will do Indiana Jones because my copy's coming in the mail. You know, so yep. and I've already you know got number three. I've heard we should pass on number four officially. I love that you want to post that. I love it. Yeah, so I'm starting to second-guess myself if we should go with number four. But, you know, it was kind of promised that I've yeah. never seen it, you know, go with it. So what do you think, sir? Should we I still we, go with I it? I think we do it. Just bear down. It might be a short episode, but we just do it. Yeah, fair enough. It could be, yeah, like Puppet Master. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. We may, we may have a backup movie to talk about as well. You know, just one of those things. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe we'll pick a movie from 1984 to throw there in. There you go. There's a long list, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so good times, man. I think that'll be it for our news episode, our first news episode ever, which there will be a lot of it, trust me. We're, right? just, we're just hanging and banging. No just, big deal. Yeah, it's all good in the hood. So at least I got to hang out with you for a little while, man. So but Yeah, we- man. Hey, next episode, I'll have a review of the skillet concert that I'm going to. Oh man. I, you know, it's funny on, uh, I make it, I make some noise. I specifically gave my skillet story cause, mm-hmm. uh, how, how I met them and everything. And I said how you're going there, but I specifically play, played a song just for you because of a band you're going to see. So yep. you need to check out episode two, sir. All right. I will. I'm Epis- working on it. Episode two n- song. Number five. Is cool. just is specifically for you, so you could bob your head, sir. He's a coast to coast dedication. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your review, man. We need some good music reviews, and uh, the that con the last concert I went to, man, that was like a twenty out of ten, man, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> awesome. I, there's one artist here you're not too happy about. No. So uh, I can't wait to get your opinion on that one. So I might have to be out, kind of looking at the shirts out in the uh, <laughs> mezzanine at that time. Well, if you want to write in, we have no emails for Indiana Jones. Uh, Come on, suckers. I know. Peter did say, hey, when you know, you're know you going to do it, let me know. But I said, hey, you know, we're probably recording tonight, but it won't be that. So, But if you want to write in, it's stlpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so write in for that. Make sure you tell all your friends about the, the, you know, the new website. It's just designed to make it to where everybody can find the show. You don't have to say, go to iTunes and all this and that. Everything's on the website, all the YouTube channel, all the links to all the shows, Jameson and I. So go just there. Go to stlpodcast.com. Yeah. That, that's what just we're like saying. Like I did bookmark it, you know, check it out every morning. I, I had somebody, fall asleep reading it. I had somebody say, dude, the website's so cool. You need an app so you can, you know, make it so much easier. I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. So now I got to work on doing HTML code and do an app. So Good Lord. we'll see how that, and maybe that'll get rejected by iTunes as well. <laughs> no, 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 not today. So, <laughs> sir, uh, we should do, uh, we should do a music spotlight today. What do you think, sir? We might as well. Might as well make it somewhat of an STL episode, right? <laughs> Why don't we roll into the music spotlight? All right. Everybody one for all. Time. This is the call. Tonight. 
All right, sir. So for the music spotlight, I have nothing. So what do you got today, sir? Oh, wow. I got less than you. <laughs> you got less than me. So what, are you jamming anything, man? I mean, you are out there. You're saving the world. You're plowing. You got to be jamming to something, man. What are you jamming to that we could play, sir? I'm jamming to podcasts, man. Oh, really? I'm like an old man listening to NPR while I'm driving around. Uh, well, I I'm guess- catching up on, on tons of lost podcasts. So, all right. Well, uh, we, yeah. maybe we should go with uh, some Lincoln Park, sir. All right, can't go wrong there. Uh, everybody on Terminator Two, uh, in the movie and music news, uh, you heard the beginning where I did uh, "Pushing Me Away," the mm-hmm. acoustic version. Yes, everybody was like loving that. that. So specifically for the Underground Hour episode, which you probably haven't listened to yet, uh, which is fine. No I comment. obviously that's on that episode, so I don't want to use that one. So. What Linkin Park song can we pick that people need to listen and jam to, sir? Good Lord. Wow. You've played so many. I know, man. It's so hard. People are screaming, play this one, play this one. Hmm. It'll put your ear to the ground. Man, and I'll, I'll tell you, when I watched uh, Red 2, hearing Given Up was so awesome, dude, when she's doing the machine gun and I'm just Oh, hearing, yeah. I was like, so good. So I specifically played that song at the end of Underground Hour. I'm like, oh, I love Given Up. Good times. <laughs> uh, so what Linkin Park song do we pick? Hmm. Boy. Mm-hmm. 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 You have, to, you have to help me. I'm terrible with names. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've... I, I am awful with with uh, song names. Like, right. how, about, how about number six? <laughs> <laughs> well, Minutes to Midnight is my favorite. Uh, and you know what? I went to a hockey game uh, on Sunday night, and they played Bleed It Out. And I love oh, that yeah. song. So, yeah, that's, that's great for a hockey game. Yeah. So you you want? how about some Bleed It Out, sir? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So there you go. Because I, I kid you not, man, I went to go get some nachos. I went to go get some some popcorn and stuff. And dude, I kid you not, I was I was in line, and everybody was doing the rap. And <laughs> I was looking around because I was doing it right. I'm just like I'm just going along, and then I start singing, and people around me are doing it. So I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad. So I went to walk up to my seat, and I see my girls. They're singing this song. And I know it's nice. terrible, you know, but hey, they like Linkin Park. So I see them bobbing their head. And my youngest one is just, she's just bobbing her head. And my oldest is actually doing the rap, which is funny and, and singing like Chester. And then I just look around and everybody's just singing this song. I'm like, wow, everybody loves this song from, you know, from that album. And everybody yep. rips on that album. And that's my favorite still to this day. So, so bleed it out. It's not my favorite off the CD, but it'll work for tonight. So <laughs> It will work in a pinch. Yes, it will. So, well, thank you, sir, for doing this, uh, you know, spontaneous episode. If you, yeah, will. I was afraid you were gonna be like, nah, man, I don't want to shut it down. <laughs> but, but we got to do something. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, you have yourself a good week, and if all goes well, we'll be back next Tuesday, as long as the weather and health permits. Hopefully, right. we don't have any issues. And uh, we'll catch you for Indiana Jones and Temple Doom. I promise you the next episode won't be some news episode. It will be the review and Jameson's review of the concert, which I'm so jealous of. So it's going to be a good time, sir. Yes. All right, man. Well, you guys take care. Have a good one. Masunas out. Time, hand grenade pins in every line Throw them up and let something shine Going at them up
Taking my filthy mouth, no excuse. Find a new place to hang this noose. String me up from atop these roofs. Line it tight so I won't get loose. Truth is, you can stop and stare. Run myself out and no one cares. Cut the trench out, lay down there with a shovel up out of reach somewhere. Yeah, someone pour it in. Make it a dirt dance floor again. Say your prayers and stop it out when they bring that chorus in. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. Just to throw it away. Just to throw it away. I bleed it out. Go, stop the show. Choppy words and a sloppy blow. Shotgun opera lock and low. Cock it back and then watch it go. Mama, help me. I've been cursed. Death is rolling in every verse. Candy paint on his brand new hearse. Can't contain him. He knows he works. This hurts. I won't lie. Doesn't matter how hard I try. Half the words don't mean a thing. And I know that I won't be satisfied. So why try ignoring him? Dirt dance floor again Say your prayers and stop it out When they bring that chorus in I bleed it out Digging deeper just to throw it away I bleed it out Digging deeper just to throw it away I bleed it out Digging deeper just to throw it away Just to throw it away Just to throw it away I bleed it out I've opened up these scars I'll make you face us I pull myself so Just to throw